Well, well, well. Is it a feel-good Friday or what? Nine straight, Stephen A. I don't know. I might have to go Saturday night. We might have to bring Russ to the Lakers-Knicks yeah. game. Brian yeah. Windhorst, yeah. always good to see you, yeah. sir. Monica McNutt. A ray of sunshine. Thank you, Mama. Yeah, good to see you. Did you, did you, did you the ray of sunshine. What's up, Evan? Now, you want, hey, you want to borrow my glasses? Just, why would I do that? <laughs> because no, no, that's for Spike Lee's. Let's Spike Lee rock those. Let's look. Let's Spike, they look. They would look fine, but you got on a black top with the white stuff on. You know what I'm saying? If you, the I know you got on blue cheeks. Was there blue? I know you got on blue cheeks. I'm blue be quicker than No, 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 no. You late bloomer. No, no, no. All you talk about is UConn. You ain't never talk about the New York Knicks until you got passes to the game the other day. You ain't never talk about. New York listen, we don't need you. Listen, we don't need you. Listen. Stay in stores. Stephen Stay in stores, Connecticut, Stephen okay? A, hold up. Since I went to the game, how's that win streak looking? Yep. You want this good oh, karma please. right here. Please. You want this please. good see, karma. See, they might yeah, lose Russ, because of that. Russ, we're, we're going to the Lakers game Saturday night. Stephen A's doing countdown from there. Right. I'm going to work on tickets right after this. It's orange and blue skies, baby. It's orange and blue skies. It's a good time in the city. I feel it. What, do I'm you feeling guys, it. Do you guys want to talk about sports today? Let's go. Let's go. We all talk about sports. Oh, okay. What the hell are the New York no, Knicks construction workers? I, we're talking about sports. I didn't know if you, want, what I know if you wanted me to right, order like some omelets, a short let's stack, go. and we were just going to celebrate, chop it up. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, with no LeBron James and Anthony Davis, it was the Lakers role players who stepped up in a 114-105 upset in Boston. The loss was just the third at home for the Celtics following a 22-2 start at TD Garden. James sat with ankle soreness while Davis deals with an Achilles issue and hip spasm. Here's our Alan Hahn earlier on Get Up with an interesting take on King James. Listen up, y'all. What do the Lakers have to offer in a what trade? Would, what would you do? What would I do? Yeah. I would start fielding offers for LeBron James <laughs> because that's the best thing you have. It's the most valuable piece, tradable commodity that you have. And, of course, it's not going to happen, Twitter. So don't bother <laughs> responding to X. me. The Lakers don't have assets. They don't have enough to build a championship team. For a 39-year-old superstar who's still giving you 25, 7, and 7 shooting 50%, he still can play at a superstar level. But it's not going to be enough, whatever you do, to get another championship. Okay. To be clear, Han wasn't saying that the Lakers should trade LeBron. However, Stephen A., should LeBron want to be traded? I think it's something he should entertain at some point. I mean... When I look at the Western Conference and I look at the Los Angeles Lakers and I look at the way they play, last night notwithstanding, the Lakers have been a subpar team throughout this year. Uh, it was nice to see Austin Reeves get loose last night. It's very touching, very touching. Good to have you showed up. Okay, very touching. Okay, and D'Angelo Russell, since being inserted into the starting lineup, he's looked fabulous for the most part. We get all of that. If they continue to look the way that they've looked last night, Without their two superstars, imagine if Anthony Davis, by the way, Anthony Davis, that was a fly. I, I like the outfit. That was pretty fly, my brother. With the shades and the, and the turtleneck and the jacket, I got to admit. So if you see me rocking something like that in the future, I'll give you credit. I got it from you because <laughs> I really, really like the look. Mm. But having said all of that, let me say this to you. If you're LeBron James, now far be it for me to go this far because we all know how much I love Southern California. The weather is just fabulous. The town is beautiful. Uh, they, they got some issues politically they need to address. But the bottom line is it's, it's L.A. It's La La. Uh-huh. We get that, right? Uh-huh. So we understand it. But when you look at the team, the Clippers are better. The Denver Nuggets are better. The Minnesota Timberwolves and Oklahoma City Thunder are not going anywhere. The Sacramento Kings, some would argue, is better. And so when you look at it and you're talking about five or six teams within your conference – 
that are better than you, okay? And then you look to the future. What about when Clark and Steven Adams come back in Memphis and John Morant comes back healthy? How am I to look at your squad? The future for so many other teams look bright in the Western Conference. Not so much for LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers. And so when I take it from that perspective, and I think about the fact that you're willing to leave anyway because anywhere that Bronny ends up going is where you want to be because you want to play with your son, which is what he's been on the record as saying, assuming he's going to be good enough to be on the NBA level, and I root for that kid. I really, really do, and I hope that all his aspirations and all his dreams come true for him and his wonderful family. At the end of the day, I'm just looking at it from the standpoint that Where are the Lakers going? Unless they show me that they can make a run like they did last year to the Western Conference Finals, I'm just not sold on what I'm seeing from them as it pertains to their future. And as a result of that, LeBron James in 39 in his 21st season in the league, still being spectacular, I want to see that brother in meaningful games. And I don't know if the Lakers can give it to them in the future. So I think it's something they should never consider letting them go because he's box office and it's Tinseltown and you need that box office alone and subtract an attraction. But if I'm LeBron James, um, I might want to consider it in the short run, in, in, in a short period of time instead of the long run. Go ahead, Wendy. Oh, I thought it was Monica. Um, okay, I'm going to tell you what um – what LeBron wants. And it's actually kind of been the same thing that he's wanted since he was a teenager. What LeBron wants is to maximize the opportunity, to maximize his career, to maximize his earnings, to maximize his power, to maximize what he can run, what he can raise for charity, to maximize the lives he can impact, and to maximize what his team can do in an individual season. And that has really been, you know, what he has wanted When you look at the way he has operated year over year, he knows he's extremely aware. He knows exactly where the Lakers are. He knows that they're not favorites. But what he wants is the Lakers to have the gas pedal down the same level as he did. He wanted the same from the Cavs. He wanted the same from the Heat. And so, you know, I agree with you, Stephen A. This team is not a team that you fear. But they're a confounding team. Because they win the in-season tournament where they're the most dominant team. They go and they win in Boston. They win in Oklahoma City. They beat the Clippers a couple of weeks ago. They have that impressive win over the Warriors. I understand the Warriors are not that great, but to go into that environment on a night when Steph was playing like that and win. So you see that. It's not like he's playing for the Pistons here. He sees that they have the opportunity to potentially put something together. And so what he wants is the Lakers to gas themselves like he gasses himself. And that is what this, you know, passive-aggressive stuff that he's already doing is about. He's done the same thing in the past when he wanted the Cavs or the Heat to do it. And he's gotten generally, it's taken some turns and it's taken some grief and it's taken some upset stomachs, but he's generally gotten what he's wanted. And for the most part, you can find, you can quibble with me on this. For the most part, he has maximized most of his seasons. So I do not think he wants to be traded. Now, I will say this. It is also a long-standing tenant of the Laker organization, started by Dr. Buss 
totally followed on by his daughter Jeannie, that the most important thing in L.A. is to treat the stars well. Because, you, because you're not only operating with the stars that you have today, you're always recruiting the stars of tomorrow. That is the Laker way. And they, they did it with Kobe, and they will do it with LeBron. I do not think they're headed down this path. But one more thing, guys, and then I'll let you go. I will just point out, LeBron has been a Laker for six years. Okay, he has never once in those six years ever been in position to be a free agent after the season. This is just a statement of fact. It is not an implication of anything. It is not sources said. It is just a statement of fact. When he was in Cleveland before, he was there for four years. Okay, he was he put himself to be a free agent after three of those. He constantly left himself options because he wasn't sure about being in Cleveland, and eventually he left. He has never done that in L.A. He has signed three contracts. But now he does have an option. So it is. So while I back up everything I just said, I will also say that he has an option in his contract and his son is very likely going to be in the draft. Those are two things that just need to be said. Eminem, before you go, go two it. things. One, number one, let me make sure everybody knows. I was just throwing out Stephen Adams because I was just throwing out a name from Memphis. But I'm fully aware that Woj reported last wow. night that he's going to get traded to the Rockets, which I think is a plus for the Houston Rockets, by the way. Mm. Number two, I think the most important thing to peel from Wendy is that stars need to be treated special. That's applicable beyond. I do need to. I do. That's Honestly, you know what? I was basketball. thinking after that's the week in that, that latest ratings Star. announcement, yes. I was thinking of making a call for, <laughs> for Pataro and them I'm and just, just, just telling them your paycheck no, and when, I need to at least say, be at 10%. Say, I mean, when, when, when say, we got to take care of when stars. When they say stars, I mean, stars should be treated special. I mean, that I was thinking the exact. Thank you, Stephen, I appreciate you saying that speaking to me. I'm going to just bring it back to the LeBron part of it all, but you guys both shine very, very brightly in our ecosphere here at ESPN. Wendy, this would be my question to you, basically, because I know this is, is your periphery. LeBron, what are the Lakers' options, I think, becomes a question. And so we started this conversation, should he want to be traded? He essentially could be a mercenary, as I understand it, the way that this contract is set up. It doesn't mean it's the end-all, be-all. Now, I don't know all of the next-level layers on that. But to me, if the options are maximize in L.A., Seems like that's a bleak outlook, even if they were to get DeJounte Murray. Like, I don't know that that pushes them over the hill, over the top, or the option to maximize elsewhere. It seems like there are a great number of teams that would like to add LeBron in terms of putting themselves in a position to move the needle in a very real way. So if we stick with where he has the best opportunity to maximize, it doesn't feel like it's in L.A. right now. It isn't. It isn't. Okay, let's get that straight. And a tribute to you for saying that. Thank you very much, Eminem, because that's what she does when she got a great point to make. I want to sit up here on national television. As a matter of fact, Uh-oh. I'm going to do something I normally don't do, Wendy. I'm going to stand for this. Okay. Uh-oh. He's, he's fired up today. And I'm going to make a proposal to LeBron James. Oh, God. To virtually guarantee him a trip to the NBA Finals, if not a championship. Uh-huh. This is the move. Now. There's a guy based out of Detroit. I love him, but I despise his ass, too, because he gets on my damn nerves. Because his name is Champ. 
because he thinks he's he thinks he invented the game of basketball and he's wrong most of the time. Okay, and this is why people run away from him because we can't listen to him ninety eight percent of the time because he's damn wrong. Okay, okay. And, and he doesn't think LeBron is a top ten player all time. I just dismiss him. Okay. I just ignore okay. him. I actually block him half the time, but I got love for him, so I unblock him from time to time or whatever. But I have to give credit where credit is due because he mentioned this to me last night and again this morning. All right, when I talked to him, I talked to him. I talked to him in intervals. In, 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 in small sec- doses. Small doses. I, 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 small doses. Mm-hmm. I'll talk to him one minute, and then I'll ignore him for two months, and then I'll talk to him again, okay? I listened to him last yeah. night, and he brought this up this morning. So I'm going to give my man Champ credit where credit is due because I completely agree with him. If LeBron James wants to put himself in position to win a championship, get traded to the New York Knicks. Center stage. Madison Square Garden, the Mecca. You see that defense? You see Tom Thibodeau coaching his defense? Did you see that brother Jalen Brunson and what he does? Do you see Julius Randle and the workhorse that he is? You know Mitchell Robinson's coming back. You know that, right? I've heard. I mean, Hardenstein's a big body active. He's been feeling an admirably since Mitchell Robinson has stepped away. Dante DiVincenzo, that brother's been playing. Thibodeau has got them as the top-rated defensive team since the OG and Anobi trade. LeBron James, there's very few things that are more valuable than Tinseltown, La La, Los Angeles, California, purple and gold. But if you ever wanted to leave, the New York Knicks got by 11 picks over the next seven years. I'm here for it. You're the Los Angeles Lakers. You need picks. You need picks. You need personnel, Wendy. You need picks and personnel. Who's the one team that could give you some of that? That's the New York Knicks. Wait. And LeBron going from, from Crypto.com Arena to Madison Square Garden. Yo, bro. LBJ, baby, what's up? It's Orange and Blue Sky, baby. Let me tell you something right now. I know you're a billionaire already, but damn it, that dude Dolan, no, no matter how bad he can be in other areas, he know how to make your money. Kevin Durant made that mistake by not coming to Madison Square Garden. He went to Barclays Center in Brooklyn. LeBron James, what's up? You talk about championship, baby. The Eastern Conference, Giannis and, 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 and Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown in Boston and Miami with Kendrick Perkins talking about how they should trade Jimmy Butler with his crazy self. You understand what I'm saying? I'm talking about Kendrick Perkins being crazy. All of this. LeBron in New York with this team, this defense. Wendy. <sighs> Wendy. Talk to me, Wendy. Wendy can I'm just going to say three facts. I'm just going to say three facts, Molly. Yeah, three facts. One, LeBron is building a $100 million compound in Beverly Hills. I know. Two. You know I know that. LeBron has a 50. That option for next year for LeBron is $50 million, five zero. Yes. And three, LeBron's opt-in deadline is June 29th. The draft is June 26th, 27th. Keep that in mind. Yes. Which means... It's possible. <laughs> Let me tell you something right now. He 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 can go to the crib. He can go to the crib. Listen, man, he can go to the crib in the offseason. He can go to the crib. It's the Mecca, baby. I ain't asking him to go from Staples or Crypto.com in L.A. to Barclays in the traffic on Atlantic Avenue. I'm not asking him to go from near to Toronto. Or I'm not asking him to go from someplace like Orlando or whatever. We're, to- we're talking New York City. Now, I know it's, uh, it's pie in the sky. But damn it, I could dream. New York Knicks got 11 picks. 
over the next seven years what the Lakers need. They need picks, and they need some contributors. The New York Knicks have the asset. Leon Rose, what the hell are you going to do? Take it to the grave with you? You going to another somebody's wedding? You going to grab the picks with you? Okay, you going out to lie. dinner with your wife? You going to put your picks in your pocket? You got to do something with them damn picks. I mean, you utilized it. LeBron at the Garden in New York City. Oh, my, oh, oh my goodness. I can dream, damn it. You can dream. I can dream. Because LeBron with the New York Knicks, oh they would go to the finals right now. They would go to the finals right now. With the finals right now. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. I, I don't disagree with you on that. What I will say of this conversation. He's coming to the Garden on Saturday. He yeah. is coming to the Garden on Saturday. On ABC. Is, they need to call for it. Crowd need to be, LeBron, what's up? New York, orange and blue skies, baby. Go New York, go New York, go. Come on, LeBron. That's right. That's what they need to be doing in Madison Square Garden. The biggest compliment in this conversation is that the Knicks are a team that a number of big-time guys should want to be a part of. Yeah. They are playing that level of basketball. They look that good. It is that fun to watch. Absolutely. Hey, I'm Molly Caram, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. You can now stream the most MLB games on DirecTV without a satellite dish. Yes, catch the clutch hits, strikeouts, grand salamis, web gems with nothing on your roof. So whoever's up there, whether it's roofers, Santa, birds, old-time chimney sweepers, moody teenagers, thrill-seeking raccoons, you name it, they won't find a satellite dish, but you will find your MLB games on DirecTV. That means DirecTV is your home for baseball this season. Root, root, root with nothing on your roof. Yes, stream your team. Call 1-800-DIRECTV or visit directtv.com to sign up today. Claim based on the total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Thanks so much for listening to the First Take Pod. Have a fabulous day. There were other chants happening, Stephen A.? Uh, they were for Jalen Brunson. Yes, indeed. MVP chance. I mean, unbelievable performance by him. 40 points. And the fans cheering MVP got him a little choked up. Take a listen. Here's Hart spinning on Siakam. Fires across. Brunson. Right wing three. Ties the game at 91. JV's an all-star. 11's an all-star. As my good friend Harry Douglas says, that boy bad and we have a tie ball game here in the garden talk about the journey you've been on and how it has reached this point now where you're on the garden floor hearing mvp chance and you're going to the all-star game i mean i got i got nothing to say Okay, first of all, poor T up on my job. It is so hard not to root for Jalen Brunson. <laughs> so hard. 
It's he's unbelievable right. on the court, and you see the heart right there. And you, my dear, <laughs> on the call. Yes, classic was, Monica McNutt. Very much. I love so. it. I love the energy. You're doing a fantastic Thank job. You. Uh, tell me this: Do the Knicks have a title contending roster as is? So nine straight wins. I am having a hard time betting against Jalen Brunson and this team. Is there room to add? Potentially, sure. But I think back to last season and the way the Miami Heat got hot at the right time. And just thinking through the playoffs at how important it is to have matchups and have camaraderie and chemistry when you get there. The way that they are playing, it's tough to really embody with the stat. You can look at their top 10 defensive rating. You can look at on-off with Jalen Brunson on the floor. But when they are healthy, the level of force that they are able to play with defensively, I think the way that the game has been simplified offensively, yes, you'll look at their current record and you'll see the losses to Milwaukee in the 50-11 matchups between the in-season tournament and the regular season games, the losses to Boston early in the season. But that was not this version of the squad post the trade. So is there room to grow? Sure, but I also think they are playing such special basketball, and Jalen Brunson is a tremendous leader. I would be willing to roll with them. They don't have what I believe is to be a championship contending roster. I think that I I have to say yes from the standpoint that I believe this team right now can get to the Eastern Conference Finals. But do I see them coming out of the East? Do I see them winning the NBA championship? No. And I need to be able to at least see the possibility of that in order for me to label you a championship piece. I think they're a, a piece away. And I'm dead serious. I mean, I'm, I'm hyperbolic to some degree talking about LeBron, but I really, really mean it. If LeBron was on this team, I agree with the you way this that. team is playing, they could win it all. I do agree They could that. win it all. If LeBron was there and Mitchell Robinson came back or whatever, and listen, Rich Paul and them have told me for years if LeBron would leave because he loves L.A. and the whole bit, but if he was to leave any place, it would be to go there. It would be to come to New York City. That's the only place he would leave to come to, and we all know it's pie in the sky. It's, it, it's, 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 it's not uh, likely, but to answer the question about Jalen Brunson, I can't, I can't, I owe the man a debt of gratitude, and I didn't pick him as an all-star starter, but the reason I didn't do that was because Halliburton was averaging 24 a game. He was leading the league in assists by double the amount, and they had the number one offense, and his team, I believe, is inferior to the New York Knicks. And so because of that was why, but I should have, I thought about him, and I had Donovan Mitchell as my off-guard because he's averaging 28 a game in Cleveland. I don't see Cleveland having much, but I love Jalen Brunson, and I look at that, and I'm regretting that because obviously Halliburton has been hurt. And Jalen Brunson has turned it on, averaging 29 a game since OG Ananobi arrived in New York. Okay, Mm -hmm. so I look at it from that perspective. Mad love for him, mad appreciation for him. But when you look at the New York Knicks roster, we have to be honest and we have to say, listen, they get to the Eastern Conference Finals for me. I'm ecstatic. I don't see them going any further than that unless they had an additional piece. Go ahead, Wendy. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think they've got a championship roster, but they have two things going for them that are very important. Number one, I still think it's important. I guess I'm old school, but I still think it's important that you are both good at offense and defense yeah, to c- compete in the NBA. I think you've got to be good at both. Guess what? The Knicks are top seven in both. Mm-hmm. That right there, just that alone, if you're looking to create a case of why they can win the East. Now, granted, Boston's top four in both, so Boston's really good. But the Knicks are top seven in both. Right there is a, is a case. The second thing is, unlike Boston, unlike the, the, the Lakers, unlike, you know, the Clippers or some of these other top teams, the Knicks roster has the ability to massively improve because of everything that they've got. This is not the max of their team. Boston has done their moves. They have built their team. They need to win it now. 
the, 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 the Clippers have built their team. They need to win it now. The, the Knicks can improve. And if, even if it's by, not by next Thursday, they can improve over the next six months. And that is where you're going you're gonna to bet if you're, if you're believing the Knicks. LeBron James is number two on my list all time. If LeBron James was to come to New York City. Oh, boy. And they captured a championship at Madison Square Garden. That would be. Wow. I would have to entertain. Wow. Before- I would have to entertain the GOAT conference. I still, I, I still can't imagine giving it over to Michael Jordan. But I would have to entertain that conversation. I, okay, look. The way we started this, I do believe, was very rational f- f- on your end in terms of on paper. But how many times have we seen on paper talent not get it done? That's true, That's too. That's all I got. The other thing we have to pay attention to, however, is Tom Thibodeau in all seriousness. Because I said this before, and this is why I prefer Ty Lue instead of him, even though I know Tom Thibodeau is a great coach. He will exhaust his starters. He will play them. Right now, since OG and Anobi arrived, their bench production has, has, has dissipated significantly, which lost. you know. Yes. Which you know. Yes. And so my, my fear is, come postseason time, we don't have fresh legs, which I'm almost glad that Julius Randle's going to be out for a while. I'm glad he's going to be able to rest those legs and heal that shoulder, okay? And Mitchell Robinson's going to come back after being gone for so long okay. because Tom Thibodeau will run your ass into the ground. I'm worried about that with them, but that's it. I understand. That's it. I understand. I love how fired up you are, but there are commercials in this show. <laughs> Molly Sassy on this Friday. Come on, saying it's like the commercial, you know the the commercial comes because of the star power. That's why we oh, have wow. commercials. Okay, relax. <laughs> you know like who struck your ego yesterday? Settle down. Hey, I'm Molly Caram, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take podcast. Have you ridden an electric bike yet? Well, you need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to more exploring time outside on their bikes. So they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range for up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-Bikes.com. Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Shopping for Mother's Day is always a challenge because you wait until the last minute. But Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by categories like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists, like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day's May 12th, and it'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. Thanks so much for listening to the pod and have a fabulous day. 
Quick takes. Let's get it. The Chargers formally announced Jim Harbaugh as head coach yesterday. Harbaugh arrives in L.A. after leading the Michigan Wolverines to a national championship. Stephen A., you think the Chargers win a Super Bowl under Jim? I believe so. I really do. I think that he's that good of a coach, and I'm not talking about Michigan in the national championship because he just spent years getting romped by Ohio State and Urban Meyer. Um, I'm talking about the Jim Harbaugh that I saw come onto the NFL scene after working at Stanford and getting the San Francisco 49ers to three NFC title games and a Super Bowl appearance in four years. That guy. And so I think that he's going to be a better coach now than he was then. I think the quarterback that he has now, major props to Colin, Colin Kaepernick and his athleticism and what he brought to the table. But as a pure passer mm. in the pocket, he's not what just, he was not what Justin Herbert is. Mm-hmm. And so for me to see Justin Herbert and what he's capable of doing with Jim Harbaugh as his coach. In the foreseeable future, do I see he's got a five-year deal? Do I see within five years the Chargers getting in a Super Bowl or winning a Super Bowl championship, even with Patrick Mahomes in your division and conference? I say the answer at least once. I say the answer is yes. I like it. Keep it rolling here. Dan Quinn is taking his talents to Washington, D.C., going from Cowboys defensive coordinator to head coach of the Commanders, filling the latest remaining head coaching vacancy. A lot of familiar faces among the new hires, including Antonio Pierce. Huge congrats to him, who went from 5-4 and four as the Raiders interim coach this season. All right. Kimberly A. Martin is hello, here, hello. lady, and Damian Woody. Mm-hmm. Hi, guys. Hello, Happy hello. Friday. Yeah, oh. yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's a smooth-ass tie right there. I mean, I'm critical of you because you usually come in here with an outfit on. It's got a wrinkled shirt got, with a suspect collar, with a suspect collar, whatever. No. And then you upped, it, no. you upped your game and looked like a presidential candidate. But that tie right there, I, I got to admit. That, that you 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 stepped up the first take standards right there, baby. I'm proud of you, Big Boppy. I'm Molly, proud what, of you, right, Molly. What, what did I say, Molly? What did I say to get? What did I say yesterday? Mm-hmm. Yesterday I said that I, w- I was in my season, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you were talking about that, 2024 is your year. I, I've been, I, I'm in my season, so you know I appreciate the compliment, but yeah. I already had that. I already had that. Yeah. So, you know, that's just what it is. That's just what it is. Did it tell you? What's that? Did it tell you, Big Boy? What, what's that? It don't, don't matter unless it comes from me. Uh-huh. The compliment don't matter unless it comes from me, brother. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? That's authentic. That's validation. That's validation. Did you go on a date last night? Like, what is wrong with you today? <laughs> what <laughs> happened? Okay. Did you get a deal? First of all, first of all, first of all Kimberly, Kimberly <laughs> understand. Did you close a deal? Molly asked. Like, what happened? First of, all, first of all, I have not closed the deal, but there's other deals I have closed. <laughs> the point is, the, the number one. Number two, Kimberly, check this out. She's just saying that because she called me yesterday and I didn't answer. That's why she asked me, was I oh. out on a date? She called me and I didn't well, answer. I, I didn't have time for it yesterday. All, That's what that all, was about. I have said. a question. But if it were you, if it was you, girl, I'd answer that phone. I'd answer I that phone. I appreciate that. Let but you giving all these compliments to Damien, I'm in my season two. Ain't nobody noticed. And um, I'm feeling I will say this. I will say this. The reason I don't give you compliments is because it's every day. You hold the standard consistency. Molly... Fluctuate. Oh, see. And this brother see, right now. here just want to be, you know, I just want to do what I want to do. But we can move on to the football subject. But we can move on to football right now. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, Molly, three days ago, that outfit you had was slamming. Three days ago. 
Steve Vin. Let's go. Let's go. You know what I'm worried about? I'm worried about how I treat people. And I'm always consistent. Really? Kind. That's my Really? If anybody knew how you treat me, oh my Lord. Let's move on. Let's move on. All right, I'd like to. Um... By the way, I'm making an announcement. I'm going oh, to hear Club for Men. God. I'm going to hear Club for Men. Oh, we're going to hear Club God. for Men this year. We're going to hear Club for Men. This is what Fridays are like because okay. I can't do it. We'll move that hairline up a little bit. Oh, so you? Oh, okay. We'll okay. move it up about two feet. Okay. 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 I'm doing it. I'm not apologizing for it either. I'm going to hear Club for Men. It's happening this year. Okay. It's Come happening. Back with the all right. Let's go. Like completely. Stephen A's going to get a full head of hair. That's right. It's all good. We're happy That's for right. him. Mm-hmm. We'll tell him five times a day how amazing he looks. In the meantime, I'll need that. By the way, I'll need that. Who made the biggest? Okay. You won two Super Bowls? I did. Yeah. Yeah. One of them with Bill Belichick. Both of them with Bill Belichick. Obviously, both of them with Bill Belichick. Yeah, yeah. Who do you think made the biggest mistake passing on Bill? Because I'm still baffled by this whole thing in terms of him not landing a job and what a genius he is. Listen, I... To answer the question, I, I mean, listen, I don't think that anyone necessarily made a mistake because of the way, <gasps> oh, the, the, way the way that the way this league is trending. Right. Listen, we're talking about a, we're talking about a man as great as Bill Belichick is. is he's 71. He's 71. Okay. The Seattle Seahawks moved off Pete Carroll, who's 72. OK, do we see how the league is trending right now? Do we see how the league is trending right now? But to, if you want me to answer your question, yeah. you want me to answer your question? Yes, we do. Okay. I'll, how about this? I'll give you a familiar subject. How about the Dallas Cowboys? Okay. okay, the Dallas Cowboys. We already saw Jerry Jones in talking about his affinity towards Bill Belichick, the fact that he said he could work with him, how much admiration he's had for, you know, Bill Belichick. Obviously, the, the accolades that and the program that Bill Belichick built in New England for 20-plus for years. And the fact that, listen, Jerry Jones has talked over and over again that he's not getting any younger. He has his, you know, mortality yeah. like staring him right in the face. Yeah. And so for him, champ- it's championship for bust right now. You don't even extend Mike McCarthy because you know, like, I'm trying to win a chip. And the things we talk about with the Dallas Cowboys, what do we always talk about the Dallas Cowboys? We talk about game management. We talk about situational football, all those type of things. Well, who's the best in the business at that? Bill Belichick. So, to answer your question, to answer the question, just for Stephen A., I'll go with the Dallas Cowboys. Listen, Stephen, Molly, I don't need nine minutes. Um, like, like Bishop, like whoa, Bishop whoa, Woody, what? Mr. Woody. You know what? You've been on one like, um, all morning. You got the answer is clearly the Dallas Cowboys. No, Mr. Woody. We're okay. good. First okay. lady still loves you. Okay. It's obviously the Dallas Cowboys. And simply because the Dallas Cowboys right now, all they're selling us is hopes and dreams, wishes, Stick with us. We got a championship culture. No, you don't. You have a coach, lame duck year. He, he's a lame duck head coach right now, and now they don't have a they don't have a defensive coordinator. And Dan Quinn, who's now the head coach of the the Commanders, you you ha, you just explained why Bill Belichick is the greatest of all time. There's there aren't 32 other better football people out there than Bill Belichick. It's the Cowboys because they don't have faith in their quarterback, clearly, and they don't have a DC. Well. As an aside, I got a bit distracted because when you accused Kimberly of being on one and she said, quote, unquote, the first lady still loves you. So, uh, I, I, you know, some people would say she was the first lady, but she said she no, was the first of, lady. No, get up. We, we have our own that thing. Was, Y'all got yeah, your situation. We came from. We're not getting it. Right. No, we're not. You, you no, are on no, one. You are on one. You trying to mess up a happy home. I'm just asking. I'm just asking. I just point that out. I was just making sure the audience needed clarity. That's all I'm trying to say. Anyway, anyway, you 
see how congregation to get up. Yeah, I looked out for you, black widow. See how I looked out for you. Here's the deal. Here's the deal, y'all. Here's the deal, y'all. Here's the deal. Tell us what it is. Tell us what it is. It's clearly the Cowboys. And the reason why it's the Cowboys is because of their lack of discipline. Look at all the stuff that's happened. Mm-hmm. Look at the family members calling out, folks. Look at Dak Prescott shivering in his boots. Look at Micah Parsons admitting he, he didn't want to show his face in public for a few weeks after the playoff <laughs> yes, loss. He's an idol. You know what I'm saying? Look at all of this stuff that was going on. They make headlines for everything but winning football mm-hmm. games when it counts. That's it. How does that change? That's why I didn't understand, Big Poppy, what the hesitation was. You know it's the damn Cowboys. It shouldn't even, you, all that pomp and circumstance you gave before you finally gave an answer was totally unnecessary. Because you won two Super Bowls with this man. And you know better than anybody on yes. this set, better than almost anybody in the world, that the one thing that's going to be the focal point for Bill Belichick is football. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be, all that other stuff. Your podcast, your, your, your soliloquies and diatribes about opponents and other teams and blustering about what y'all going to do. The one person that would lock you in mm-hmm. on football, even in a place like Big D, even with an owner like Jerry Jones, is Bill Belichick. And here's the beauty. I'm just reading the stat here. Bill Belichick hasn't drafted a player from the offensive or defensive side of the ball named to the all-pro team. Since Chandler Jones in 2012, he hasn't done that. Over the last 11 drafts from 2013 to 2023, Belichick has drafted an NFL load, three players who went on to be Pro Bowl selections. He's in no position to challenge Jerry and Stephen Jones on personnel. Mm -hmm. All he could do was focus on coaching. And because he was pushed out of New England after four years without Tom Brady, he's in no position to argue for that level of cachet, which means all he would have is coaching, which is what Jerry needs, a coach that will lock you in as players. I know McCarthy's locked in on coaching. I know Quinn is locked in on coaching. I know their staff and their strict conditioning coach. By the way, nothing but brothers on their strict and conditioning staff. Ain't nothing but brothers. We don't see that in the NFL. Major props to those brothers right there because we ain't going to accuse Dallas Cowboys of not being in shape. Bottom line is everybody but the players are focused <laughs> on football. So who's the person to get you to lock in on football? That would be Bill Belichick, and that's where Jerry Jones made his mistake by keeping Mike McCarthy. That's a huge mistake. The Dallas Cowboys are going to regret it. They will fall again. Where y'all at? Oh, no. The fall is coming. You'll have another good season. You'll win games. You're going to go to the playoffs. You're going to fall like a cheap tent again. Book it. One hour and 18 minutes. Brought to you by the Capital One Venture X Card. Earn unlimited 2x miles in everything you buy and turn everyday purchases into extraordinary trips. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges and a $300 annual credit for bookings through Capital One Travel. Unlock a whole new world of travel with a Capital One Venture X card. What's in your wallet? Term supply, lounge access is subject to change. See CapitalOne.com for details. Hey, Molly Karam here, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. When you're on a business trip, you know what goes completely off the rails? Your workout routine, especially when you book a hotel that doesn't have a gym. So what ends up happening is you do a few push-ups, sit-ups in your room, run around the block, or you just skip it entirely. Lame. 
If you just stay at La Quinta by Wyndham, you'll discover there's a fully equipped fitness center at every location. Now you can wake up, power your buys, your tries the right way, or de-stress with a little cardio. The choice is yours. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Patrick Mahomes trying to win his third Super Bowl in five seasons. On top of that, go back to back. Something that hasn't been done since the New England Patriots dynasty in the early 2000s. Here's Mahomes on running it back in Sin City. The last time we tried to go back to back, we won like, I think we were like 14 and 1 going into the last week, got the rest, lost that game, and then kind of rolled through the playoffs. And it's never easy, but it, I mean, we played well, and it was kind of like, oh, we're just going to do it again. We're going to do it. We're going to go out there and play again. And we, we, got, we got our butt kicked. Um, and so this year, it's been completely opposite. It's been, a, it's been a struggle throughout the season, and we've had to continue to get better and better. And that's what I've always preached. This is a great football team that we're going up against. It's going to take our best football, kind of like it's taken the last three weeks that we've played. Um, and so we have to do whatever we can to prepare ourselves this week of practice and next week of practice to be ready to go. And I know it's Vegas and it's a lot of fun, but for us, it's, it's a business trip in, in the true sense. And we're going there to play a football game and, and try to find our way to win it. Um, and I think that has to be the mindset uh, starting today. Philly, Patrick. Vegas is a business trip for me as well. <laughs> Mahomes and Kelsey are always a threat offensively for the Chiefs, but as a whole, the team's taken a step back this season compared to years prior. However, the defense, talk about rising to the occasion. See them against Baltimore? All right, Kimberly, if the Chiefs win, will it be because of Mahomes or that Kansas City defense? It's going to be about Mahomes. I understand the be- best part about the Chiefs this year is that we're finally seeing this defense carry the team for most of the season. But why do we have any faith in any game when it's the Chiefs? It's because of the quarterback. We spent all morning, is he the GOAT? We talk all the time, is he the GOAT? Like, he could be better than, than Tom Brady, all that stuff. It's going to come down to Patrick Mahomes. It's the magic. It's the intangibles. It's what he does. That's why he, Patrick Mahomes, to this point, has not been the reason that he's lost games. Um, 17, I'll give you a number, 17. That's the amount of postseason games he's played. He's 14-3, and 3, 39 touchdowns, 7 interceptions. That is why the Chiefs are at a point where they can hoist the Lombardi trophy for a second season when nobody believed they could. It's got to be Patrick. I'm going with the Kansas, I'm going with the defense. That's the side of the ball that's really been carrying this team the whole season. And I look at last week. Last week against the Baltimore Ravens mm-hmm. in the second half, the Chiefs scored how many points in the second half? Three points. Three points. Patrick Mahomes was basically a game manager in the second half of that. Why? It's because the Chiefs' defense of locking down Lamar Jackson and company and what didn't allow them to do anything. So when I look at this game here with all the weapons that the San Francisco 49ers have at their disposal, okay, Kittle, Ayuk, Debo, Christian McCaffrey, if that defense is handling business – they're going, to be, they're going to be the reason why the Kansas City Chiefs is going to be hoisting that Lombardi trophy. As great as Pat Mahomes play this postseason, it's going to be the defense. The fellas got you on this one, Kmart. They don't, yes, but they, go ahead. Yes, they do. Yes, we do. Uh, and the reason why is because the proof is in the pudding. Mm. You're talking about the <gasps> second-ranked defense, total defense, scoring defense. That is the Kansas City Chiefs. We're mm-hmm. talking about a Chiefs defense that has given up an average of 13.7 points per game in these playoffs. You do something like that to San Francisco, that's going to nullify everything. Do you really want to sit here with a straight face? I do. And put all your faith in Patrick Mahomes, who's big time, 
who needs to depend on those receivers to catch the football. I understand Marcus Valdez-Scantlin made a really, really clutch catch. I understand that Rice can ball. I understand that Travis Kelsey is that dude, with or without Taylor Swift in attendance. By the way, he's that dude. I get that. My And I'm not that sold on San Francisco's defense. I thought they've bent a bit too much as the season has waned. But I certainly don't look at this game as being something where we're going to look at the Kansas City Chiefs and say Patrick Mahomes goes out there and he's dropping over 30, close to 40 on the San Francisco 49ers. No, I think Kansas City is going to win this Super Bowl because that defense is going to step up. And they're going to look at Christian McCaffrey, who's an absolute stud with Ayuk, with Debo and these brothers. They're going to be ready for that. And they're going to force the game to be in the hands of Brock Purdy, who has answered the call in the divisional playoff game, along with the NFC championship game. But is he going to do it against the second ranked defense in the National Football League? I don't know if I can bet on him to pull that off. That is my issue. And that is why I say what we've seen from Kansas City's defense it's not that Patrick Mahomes ain't going to get his, but they're going to win this Super Bowl because that defense is going to deliver the goods. So you think if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl and we see them on, on the stage, a defensive player is going to get the MVP? We know quarterbacks win MVPs. Right, right. Time out. Eli Manning, right, if correct me if I'm wrong, didn't he get the MVP when they beat the Patriots like 17 to 14? Who threw okay. the ball? I understand that. But their offense wasn't great by any stretch that mm-hmm. game. It was the defense that won that Super Bowl mm-hmm. for them. Even though Eli Manning got the cho- got the MVP trophy, mm-hmm. the fact is Michael Strahan, O.C. Human, you're in those boys. They had something to do with that, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm just saying to you, it doesn't matter about any awards. I when we you. look at this game, <clears throat> the Super Bowl next Sunday, we're going to be talking about that Kansas City defense. You just said that you – aren't completely sold on the 49ers' defense. I, that's correct. Right. So, I, I guess for me, I just don't understand how we literally are talking about Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. I understand the defense has to show up, but the amount of weapons all season, we've been talking about how the 49ers are the most complete team, mm-hmm. one of the best offenses, mm-hmm. and this will be a game where Patrick, this is going to be like Patrick, he's going to be a game manager. He's going to let those deep. Those DBs in the front line, they're going to be able to take care of business. This is not going to be that. He will step up. He needs to step up because as much as we were just arguing on Get Up about how you want to call Brock Purdy elite if he wins a Super Bowl, this will not be a situation where Brock Purdy will just dump the ball off and that's going to be the offense. Patrick Mahomes has to put up points. Him and Kelsey have to be on the same page, and that will happen if they win the Super Bowl. By the way, just as a side on that point, Brock Purdy doesn't dump the ball off. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. Uh, no, he, he does not. Trust right. me. Yeah. Listen, it, I was running the Brock Purdy fan club for, for all season, so don't, don't I correct tell me on that. I could up, so, I mean, but oh. that's a discussion. Sounds like an old a different show. We, 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 that, that, well, I mean, that, we've been beefing, like, that's, that's something, all morning. Yeah, that's something between y'all. I mean, well, my personal opinion is that it's very predictable that y'all would be that way because that's too damn early. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just, Friction is allowed. Friction is friction is bound to take place. I think we should start having snacks on Fridays. You know how they do like casual Fridays, pizza Fridays, like summer Fridays. Well, the point, the problem with breakfast. Well, the problem with what you just suggested is that you've given the American public a misperception because you're trying to throw out there like that would be something new. You eating every you know, so, I, mean, I, I, I knew where he was. You put that on a tea, girl. You already do that. It would be fun if we had like a little spread, hanging out with people. Why? You'd eat all the food anyway. Okay. All right. right. As long as it's 
Okay, Slim Shady. I'm done with you. I'm done. I'm going to eat some protein and lift some weights.